And welcome back to another edition here of the Los Ponies Podcast. We took a week in between off. Hashtag team no sponsors. If we can get a sponsor, we'll, we'll, we'll commit to doing it weekly. But uh, it was, last week we got into a schedule conflict yeah. and we decided to just take it off. Yeah, like uh, we've told you guys uh, many times, we're a lot of different hats. And so uh, you're doing stuff around the track. I'm, I'm doing stuff with TVG and... Yeah, a lot of times when the daytime rolls around and then there's contests and all that, yep. we got to do some other stuff, and yeah, it's just a time crunch sometimes. It was, but we're back, and we're back for a big night, Curtis. Twelve races, three pick fours, California Breeders' Champions Night here on Saturday at Los Al. Have you stretched? Have you uh, gotten... I want you to get a good night's sleep. Yes. I want you to wake up. And drink a lot of coffee, go to Starbucks, get your drink of choice. It's going to be a long night. I mean, Friday, we're, it's already, we're recording tonight on Friday. Mm -hmm. We're already going till oh. like 11 o'clock anyway, because at Del Mar, we're, we're starting <laughs> later. Next two days, we're going to be up super late. Well, I'm hard at work because I tweeted out a picture. I arrived here on Friday during the day at 1.30 p.m. Mm -hmm. uh, so I made the, I did the math, and I think our last race is scheduled for right around 11. Yeah. So, I, you know, we wrapped up the show. I woke up here, uh, talk uh, talk up shop with you and the Professor G wrapping up the night. We're getting out here minimum 1130. Yeah. So I'm putting in a good 10 hours on Friday to get ready for both Friday and Saturday as well. You're not going to stay down here? Uh, maybe the, the sister lets you uh, crash, at, <laughs> uh, crash at the place? You can just, just throw a blanket and pillow on the floor and there v you go? Viva La Carla is living the life. Man, she was putting that hours during the daytime season. I saw her out there. She was uh, she works the day. She uh, was hard at work there on the track for Wiener Dog Night. Oh, I yeah. think that was the first time she'd ever had to do that. So yeah, she's been helping Professor out pretty well. By the way, what a night! I mean, I, I haven't gotten confirmation yet, but is Baby Bo officially banned now after three? I mean, I don't want to say banned. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like he did something wrong, but. Yeah, I think uh, that's because we usually had a, the two in a row, yeah. Kaplan, or not two in a row, but just two-time champion Cap, and then yeah. they allowed Baby Bo back, and he just crushed again when uh, won his third. I mean, he he looks sensational on trials, uh, winning his trial. Uh, he had trouble in the finals. Yep. Got out a bit sluggish. He lost the lead, but then he rallied back strong. Yeah, he kind of broke slow there, and there's like three or four dogs in front of him, and then sees just kind of parted, and just the class showed. He just drew clear. Really, really strong performance there from Baby Bo. But I've got a feeling that there's no limit now in place. I think if they want him, if they want to race back, I think he, he'll be welcome. I mean, the fans loved him. Uh, the owners seem like they're really nice people uh, from the interviews that Orlando did with them and what I saw on TV. So I know they he can at least come back and maybe do a champions race or something like that like penny lane did a a, a few times yeah. but uh i'm sure we'll see baby bo back in the future how about that seal beach invitational four were entered only two showed up yes i i don't really understand what happened <laughs> in there because then you just had that big ginormous wiener dog and did i don't think either one of them finished the race right i'm not sure i, I think the the small one actually did eventually finish but uh it was. We're just gonna mark that one as an exhibition race. Just like any winter uh, dog night, there were some savages out there. there oh yeah, a, there was a few of them tackling each other. Yeah, biting each other. It was. It was quite a show for sure. That's the best part of it. You never know if they're gonna <laughs> go forwards, backwards. What What about the the dog that? galloped out on the far turn oh, that is and then true. went into the, <laughs> the infield, infield and then he was back behind the bushes then all of a sudden a rabbit shot out across the track i was like i don't know what's going on down there but that was one of the funnier moments i've ever seen it was so it was he out there for, for quite a bit oh yeah because he literally galloped out uh if people know where the quarter pole is uh going into the clubhouse turn there's a, a little bush around there and he he went down there i mean that's a good I don't know what. That's probably a hundred yards. Oh, for sure, yeah. Uh, 100, 150 yards uh, over over to that pole, and man, he uh, he got over there and went under, and then so there's the little drainage thing yeah. under the rail too that yeah. the owners had too. So some of the assistants had to go in there and, and grab him out. It, it took about it took about five minutes to get that dog. He was having a good time out we there. We got a glimpse of it, but uh, just until the end, because I guess he did it immediately after the race. And yeah. We're like, what's going on? And then the crowds are going wild. We're like, oh, we got, yeah. we got a dog on the loose. Yeah, I think that that gets more applause than the actual race is when some some dog just like 
goes the other way or doesn't break at all. Mm -hmm. And it, about a minute later, finally finishes. And then the whole That's crowd it. just is like dying for that dog <laughs> to finish. And they go crazy at the end. And like typical uh, Wiener Dog National Night, a huge crowd. This year, yep. we're like, the crowd is not really trickling in as big as we thought. But then it got really busy real quick. Yeah, I always say uh, the meter to judges when I look out the press box window and look up into the grandstand, uh, and if it's all full all the way to the top, that means uh, you packed them in. And it was like that pretty early. I want to say by the first race it had already yeah. filled up. So I don't know what the grandstand looked like uh, downstairs, but uh, just seeing from uh, outside, and uh and upstairs it looked like another packed house well it was another successful night there for wiener nationals congrats to baby bill and of course uh proceeds to benefit the seal beach animal center uh looking fun to another year but curtis that means more than half the year is already in the books how crazy is that seems like uh, you just start watching work see so you wonder uh you know is it almost time for babies to get on the grounds and then we're we're waiting to see the second work and eventually see the first horses start but you know we've got uh two fraternities are already done and underway and now we're starting to hear rumblings of other horses from tracks uh, maybe coming here for later in the season uh, i've heard some some names possibly coming in uh danger for Dean Fry, uh, the, one of the best three-year-olds in the country. I heard he might be coming out, and then uh, I heard Trey Wood might be bringing a string out later this year. So uh, he'll be, uh, you know, he's obviously one of the top trainers in the country. So we're going to start seeing some uh, big shooters come out this here. This is going to be a very, very interesting second half of the year. So remind me, because I get confused after this. We got California Breeder Champions Night, but in a few weeks, is it the Golden State Derby, Charles? Or is it the PCQHRA immediately after this, like three weeks after? Yeah, it'll be uh, PCQHRA. Yeah. Okay. It'll be sales, uh, fraternity, and derby. Okay. Because uh, remember, this is one of the nights where, was it Paul, that Paul Jones trainee? Mm, I remember, I'm trying to think of the name. But he actually qualified to this final. I think he, he was supposed to run in one of these stakes, but he skipped it to go into the trials for the next one, I think. But I'm trying to think of the name, but it doesn't pop up in my head right now. But I'll let you know if it, if it comes back to my okay. to me. But we're gonna see some very good uh, horses here. Calbreds will be on display here in California Breeders' Champions Night. 12 races, three pick fours. We're getting ready. And by the way, I'm gonna have free pizza courtesy of George. George is paying a pizza once again. If, will there be another pizza? Because we roll right back oh, in yeah, to another sure. consensus here. Yeah. Will there be another pizza on the line? I just confirmed via Twitter right now. Yes. Let me check. Hold on. Let me check my DMs. <laughs> <laughs> and George says, sure, on the line. Another pizza on the line. So this is three to zero, correct? Three or four. Honestly, I lost count. Do you rub it in at all? I don't. I mean, Professor, we no. always lay it into each other. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a good winner, and I'm an okay loser. Okay. We'll put it that way. I'm a, I'm a pretty good winner. I'm a horrible loser. <laughs> That'd be the way it goes for me. Uh, well, uh, let's see if we can get the streak going. Uh, me and George, pizza on the line, and I, I, uh, I imagine you and Professor G another pizza. Uh, of on the course, line. of course. Belt and pizza always on the line. Wow. I, this could be a, a short title belt holding if you if you give it up immediately back to Professor G. Historically, he has done well on consensus night because I'll always beat him. And then he gets to fire right back. Mm -hmm. You know, usually uh, I'll beat him or he'll beat me, you know, and I, we have to wait a couple months. But he uh, he likes to get those ones where you fire right back, uh, like tonight and when they have, like, Bank of uh, America Championship night. Wow, very, very interesting. All right, race number one, we began for a very competitive maiden event for the Calbreds. These are some very good maidens here in this spot. We've got a few have been, that have been knocking on the door. But race one, the start of the early pick four, who'd you pick? Let's go with fellow podcast listener, Monty Arosa to the four favorite <laughs> mongoose here. Troubled in three out of four outs, but uh, carries the fastest time at 350 yards. Uh, he ran 17.70 last time out, got bump start, and uh, just finished willingly behind uh, Nobanic. Uh, pretty decent horse there for Oliver, beat Butterlicious 
in that effort. Uh, this horse likes to finish. Uh, I expect him to get better as the year goes on, and I just think uh, he's probably the best horse in the field. So you're going towards uh, Monte Rosa almost early, five to six to one to pick. No, four, uh, the four favorite mongoose. So yeah, favorite mongoose. Monte Rosa has the four, the, both the four and the five. Uh, favorite mongoose seven to five. I'm kicking off the night with a price. The two horse situation room for Paul Jones. Uh, this one by Favorite Cartel out of Bay One Fire. They paid a uh, forty-three thousand at the Heritage Play Sale for this one. Uh, good second on debut behind Determined One. Came back in the trials, just didn't really fire there. Gave him a little about a month break. Came back and ran a, a much improved third when missing by a neck at twenty-one to one. Seventeen ninety-two was a clocking. Still gonna have to improve a lot just on raw clocking, but. The four did have a little bit of a tailwind there in 1770. I'm just banking that maybe the two starting to figure things out. I'll take a gamble at six to one. For second, I'll go to another price, the six Hawks Valentine for Jesus Nunez and E.G. High Desert Farms. I thought this one wasn't was one of the be, one of the better working two-year-olds for the for E.G. High Desert Farms early in the year. You can see by by the odds on on debut, even money, uh, second time out, even money. Uh, so this one was well meant, just didn't really fire. Has gotten not gotten out of the gate all that well, but then kind of shows showed a little bit of improvement in the last two starts. I'm thinking this one can can maybe uh, improve one more race at eight to one. I'll take a shot here with Luis Sandoval Ramirez taking out the mount, and then favorite Mangus for Monte Rosa. The deserving favorite is going to round out my trifecta. So two six and four for me here in race one. Yeah, I like your top selection situation room for second. Uh, I thought that was a really good uh, third behind Up and Coming and Diamond Rock. I mean, those are pretty highly regarded two-year-olds uh, that we've been talking about all year. We'll be talking about them later, probably. Um, I thought that horse kept right there with them. Like you said, the time wasn't that great, but just the, the class uh, that he ran with, uh, I thought, puts this horse right in the mix. And then I'm going to go to the five horse almost early, uh, the second Monterosa horse in here. Uh, last time out, just was off slow and bumped early, so I'm going to go two back uh, where this horse finished well to Forgot the Rose, who uh, we thought was a little bit better, but kind of tailed off a little bit last time, but you know, I, I think just the way this horse was finishing, uh, I think gives it another shot. So I think Monty's got a good little pair here. Eduardo Nicasio uh, rides in place of Jose, who choose, uh, chooses the four, so I'm going to go four, two, five. Monty Rosa is going to click the like button immediately towards this tweet when he listens to the podcast in the first five minutes. So recap, the first race of the night, I'll go 264. 425. All right, race number two. And in this event, we're going 350 yards. This is the $10,000 sophomore claiming stakes, a purse of 10, $17,500. So this is where we see some of those horses that have been competing at allowance level. Now maybe take a little bit of drop in class because they can take the risk of getting claimed but getting their money back and if they win they take a good chunk per good chunk of the first year 55 percent goes to the winning uh connection so race number two who'd you pick well it's going to be kind of a trend tonight the old uh remember me rose horses for me mm -hmm. going to the seven monster hand uh, I wish maybe Paul had raced this horse in a little tougher spot, but I mean, just drops it out of allowance and uh, fraternity trial has been facing uh, a lot better in here and drops all the way down to the $10,000 level. Yeah, it's not your normal $10,000 claiming race, but I think just drawing the outside alone and the class drop. Uh, this horse looked really good on debut mm -hmm. all the way back last year in April and just uh, kind of never put it together. Has had some trouble lines, but not enough. But I think uh, they're just trying to find this horse a nice spot to get its confidence back. Yeah, for sure. I'm in agreement here. Monster Hand dropping in for a tag for the first time. 9-5 to five favorite here. If they get claimed, they win. Take 55% of the $17,000 purse, and uh, they get the $10,000 claim. You know, I think they'll be happy with that return if they get the job done here. Uh, for second, I'll go to an old friend of mine, Yofi, Matt Fells, Martha Wells. You can still see that race from last year. In July, California Breeders Champions Night, 21 to 1. I needed <laughs> this one to win for the pick three, Curtis. What did he do? What did she get beat by? The stable mate. That was brutal. Oh, that was brutal. Go if you're if you're listening right now, go back, watch that replay from that race. I just I it just it's a tough beat there. But Yofi there uh, comes out of a good second place finish last time out. Has a gate speed to get the jump on Monster Hand. 
And that, I think that could be the threat. If she can get the jump on the seven, she's going to be tough. And then uh, Ala Carrera, who, who has been pretty consistent. If you just draw a line through that, through that finals event back in February, in that maiden, uh, maiden stakes, uh, finishing eighth, troubled eighth there. Just draw a line through that effort. The form looks pretty good for this uh, for this runner, and and we know this one can run well from the rail, like she did four starts back. So very competitive race. I'll go seven, two, one. Yeah, I think we could see a lot of these horses getting claimed out of that race. Uh, I'm gonna go to the one, Ala Carrera for a second. I think the ultimate goal there was to win the maiden stakes. I think that was the plan all along, and uh, she just hasn't put it together and been able to win. Uh, since the debut, I think they're just putting this horse in even for a lower tag here, dropping from 16 to 10. Probably uh, just get it win, get it claimed, and move on. And then I'm going to go to a horse I, I picked before, uh, has let me down as the lock, and is stepping up, but I like that the horse is drawn inside a monster hand. I'm going to the sixth treacherous here. I knew here it. I knew for it. Uh, I just think uh, this horse fits well. The numbers are still right there with these horses. Uh, I probably I probably would have got off this horse last time if it didn't run as well as it did. But again, it just keeps teasing me along. It, it finished well uh, behind Remy Marco and separate intentions there. I believe Remy Marco was the stablemate for for Furious. I'm, I'm not uh, sure. I believe so. Uh, yeah, and so jumps from 62.50 to 10. But uh, I think if this horse uh, can just break and show me that late kick that. It has. It looks like it's kind of been in and out uh, from what I see. So hopefully he can just put two quality starts here back to back and put in a good effort in the second. I would have kicked you off the podcast if you wouldn't have treacherous in your top three. <laughs> that would have been terrible. I'll go seven to one. Seven one six. All right, race number three, three hundred fifty yards. We're going with the freshman Philly Stakes here, of course, for the Calbred Calbreds. A field of six. Morning favorite is going to be the six. Just a favorite kiss on the outside. Two to one, Paul Jones, Jesus Ayala. Are you in or are you out? I'm going to try and beat the favorite wow, here. I'm going right. with the four. Favorite trick. Uh, picked it last time in the trials. Uh, just ran in a nice group there. Pitbull, uh, Javelina, Cantina. But just you know, got a little green. Lugged in and lugged out late. But uh, the, the breeding's all there for us. Uh, the horse had decent works going in. And the debut stumbled and bumped repeatedly, and again, just raced greenly in that last effort. Uh, I just don't think we've seen all that this filly has to offer. And with the six being, I think, is a lot of uh, early quickness and doesn't really want 350 yards, even though she does look dangerous here on the outside, I'm going to try and beat her with the four. So you're going to try the four favorite chick. That's my third choice. Of course, we like that breeding favorite cartel out of Chickstail. Chickstail has been a very productive mare there for Martha Wells. But I like the six on the outside as a top pick, just a favorite kiss. Uh, game win, two starts back, second place finish there, came back to win. Aqua Chick, the third place finisher, it's a good competitive horse as well. Last time out, got a field for the distance for the first time. Finished fourth, just lost third by a, by a neck there to Amir Bell, who's a five in this spot. But I thought the, the six had a little bit of trouble there in that try. I like the outside draw tonight. Uh, for just a favorite kiss, so I'm picking that one on top. Mia Cartel, the two, I think it's an interesting long shot at eight to one. Uh, four to one on debut against Geothermal in that field. Geothermal came back to finish third in the Edberg Million, seventh in that trial behind Determined One, who had a lot of a uh, lot of buzz, right? Mm -hmm. Going into the trial in front of a uh, favorite Mongoose and Up and Adam. Man, that's tough. Up and Adam. One of these days, that one's gonna <laughs> win. And then uh, last time out, I thought it was a better look third for this one. Uh, Testing maidens and getting uh, 15.89 in that clock, and I think the two can still improve. I'll take it a bit of a shot at eight to one, and then I'll go to your four favorite chick there uh, for third. We talked about the reading. I thought it was an educational debut despite all the trouble. Two starts back, last time out. Pitbull there is going to be one of the favorites in the big one. So let's see what the four can do here. Third time out. So six, two, and four here in race three. Okay, so we got similar numbers here. We got all the all the same three, just different order. I got the six, uh, just a favorite kiss. I, I know she's going to be out there, uh, a very quick horse. I think she'll just be trying to hold on at 350 yards. And then the two, Mia Cartel, uh, just troubled in, in every single start so far. But like you said, I, I think uh, made a nice step forward there in the last time. And I think this filly's still improving there, uh, has faced some good horses. It's one of two in here uh, for EG High Desert Farm. So hopefully we've, we've landed on the right one here, but maybe we can get a nice price at eight to one. You get on these trends where you kind of land on the same connections for an entire night. 
One yes. time I remember it was it was all Chris O'Dell. Yes. One time I think one time it was a lot of heavy EG. Yeah, uh, because they kept drawing the outside, yeah. and one of my uh, one of my angles at Los Al's, whenever EG High can get on the outside, they always pop and do that lug in, and and sometimes they just run monster races. So let's see if there's a a, a trend tonight. The three races, uh, we still got a lot of races to go, so we'll see where this develops. But race number four, Grade Three Matron Stakes here, going 400 yards, very good field assembled in this spot. Tough to figure. Post nine, five to two, thermonuclear energy with those ten lifetime wins, post four, two to one. Who'd you pick? Going with thermonuclear energy. Uh, I think she's Bad just class. Uh, the class of the field. And this is the only horse that I would trust to absolutely love 400 <laughs> yards. Yeah. I, I do think tough to figure, likes uh, the longer distances, but just hasn't shown that she could run as fast as thermonuclear energy. So I think uh, this horse is well spotted again. Nice little $40,000 purse. Uh, maybe can get her rolling into some nice races uh, further on down the line. Same here. It's all about that that late kick, that, that back class for thermonuclear energy for me. Uh, the main threat I do think is the 10, La Russa on the outside. Once again, two starts back. Where did she win? She drew the outside and she broke on top and held for the win at 23 to 1 under Oscar and Dada Jr. She draws the outside once again, has that gate speed to get the jump from that outside draw, and I think that's going to compromise the nine, tough to figure. So I'm actually leaving out the nine out of my top three because okay. I think the 10 could outbreak the nine, and that's going to spell a little bit of trouble there for tough to figure. So I'll go 4, 10, and then Matilda check. There's another one that, there's back class. There's plenty of black class for, back class for her. The distance should not be any kind of problem, but she has a little bit of in and out form. It's tough to get a read when she's going to fire, but at five to one in a field that's still a little bit suspect, other than the four as far as class goes, I think the six and five to one could be uh, a horse that you want to take a shot if you can go deep in the pick four here in race number four. So four, ten, and six for me here in race number four. Yeah, I got the four on top. I'm going to go nine, tough to figure for a second. Uh, it's kind of the same thing, just uh, needs to get out there. Mm -hmm. uh, I think can be tough one last time in 1981. Probably going to have to go a little bit faster than that, you know, to beat thermonuclear energy. But, again, one that I think really likes the 400-yard distance. And then I'm going to go to the six, Matilda Check, just like you said. Uh, this was a horse early on I think uh, we thought was really dangerous for mm -hmm. a, a graded stakes win there and just kind of never put it to, together and kind of fell off recently. But I think this is a good group kind of to get her confidence back and like you said when she uh puts together a big race she can uh, run with the best of them was she the one that took an absolutely brutal beat in a photo in a in a in a futurity i want i want to say yeah i want to say, say yes. was it golden state i want to say golden state i think it was her right I know the, she was she was right there in one of them. I want to say it was the Golden State Million where she lost like those, a nose, and she was at, flying late. Look at those earnings, four hundred ten thousand, right? Exactly. So I, I feel like she's the one that took a brutal beat as a two year old there in the Golden State Million yeah. Security. Uh, but yeah, back class on the four, back class on the six, and uh, for me the outside could be a threat. So four ten six for me in race four. Four nine six. All right, race number five, the start of the middle pick four. I love this distance, but it looks like a walkover. It just looks like that kind of race. I love the distance. I wish it would have been a more competitive field, but nonetheless, yeah. I mean, you can't knock a horse that is such a good role, such a good role that has won four out of the last five stars, and I'm talking about the four, Well Good. Yeah, Well Good is a horse that I think we always try and beat. It's always uh, a pretty heavy favorite, but I think out of all the times it's run 550, it's only one. Like one race, I, I believe it's only one at 5:50 one time. But she finished he, second in this year, as uh, last year in this race, as a betting favorite. Okay, and I mean he's just always there. He gets out there and just you know just can't hold on at the end. That's always the knock on this horse. They shortened him up, and he's run uh, pretty good as of late. The form's all right there. I just was looking around. I'm looking for a horse to try and beat him, but. I just think Will Good's too tough in this spot. I, I don't think uh, the one, two, or three, I don't have any of them uh, challenging this horse early. I think he'll be out there. Yeah, Newport Coasters looks appear, appears to be the main threat there in post number five. There's a horse that runs a huge effort, and then you don't know if he's going to repeat it. Exactly. But he's always there in the mix. He, he finished third in this event last year. Uh, Rockin' Asteroid won it. Will Good finished second. And this one was beaten by about a length and a quarter in that event. 
last year. But last time out, it was a good second to go in 400s behind Tough to Figure. This one was 29 to 1. And that was a pretty good field in that event. So Newport Coaster there could be rolling with a good effort. And then as a crazy long shot, I'll go to the one Separatist Dash who's uh, trying this distance for the first time. Has been facing some uh, speedy, uh, uh, shorter distance runners there. 330, 330, 350. Let's see what he can do going 550. He's going to be a big long shot there, 20 to 1. So I'll go 4, 5, and 1 in the 550. I'm going to go to the 6 ballast point for Paul. Uh, this is a horse that I've always thought would do better going longer. I thought this horse has always been finishing, draws the outside. The only reason I couldn't play this horse on top is because it's three years old yeah. going against older, and that's why I just think Will Good will ultimately outfinish that horse uh, even if he gets out there. And I'm going to go to the five Newport Coaster, uh, the only other horse that's won at the 550-yard distance, but like you said, it's just a question mark. Uh, how's this horse going to run? Is it going to be a clunker, or is this horse actually going to fire? So that's why I threw him in the third spot. All right, that is the 550. Race number six, second leg of that middle pick four. We got a field of six set to go in this spot. 400 yards, great California Brick. Oh, the Gen says list. Brick yes, mistakes, 25,000 is the purse, Curtis. And there's your shot. You got a lock of the night here? We're going back to a former lock of the night, two back for accommodating. Horses look really good in 2019, has won both starts. Uh, drifted in steadily, two back, uh, not too much, but I just love the way that horse finished. And then last time out, uh, beat I Like My Chances and the one horse, Red Hot Cartel. Uh, finds the Red Hot Cartel again here in this stakes race as its main competitor. And, you know, we know the one can finish. And I thought accommodating uh, was out finishing that one. So as long as this horse breaks, I think we can get the lock home of the night for the three accommodating um, here in the sixth. Back to back, accommodating 95. It does look like a two horse race on paper. I'm going to pick the one. I mean, okay. this, horse, this horse ripped up my ticket last year at 62 to 1. <laughs> Look, you can still see it in the PPs. It's the last race right there at the bottom. I figure you would have held a grudge against this horse. You just completely tossed uh, him or something. No, I'm not going to let him beat me on the same night one year later, Curtis. <laughs> I, I can't, just can't let him. So I'm going to pick the one Red Hawk Cartel from the, uh, from the one post on top. It looks like it's going to be a duel to the wire between the one and the three. And you know me. I've been chasing calendar so many times mm -hmm. ever since that i want to say that's yeah it was that win in the futurity trial four to one that i got on him that day and since then i thought i'm gonna get four to one in the juvenile boom even fourth i'm gonna get five to two against allowance holes i'm all in boom second <laughs> he's the favorite oh he's he's my pick for single right here yeah third oh he's gotta beat tonight he's gotta win Second by a nose. I'm just, I just can't. I can't. If he's going to beat me tonight, I'm going to rip up a lot of tickets. How upset were you when he uh, couldn't get by single cruise? Oh, it was, it was, it was, it was brutal. I mean, because <laughs> single cruise, I believe, was like 20 something yeah, to 1 that yeah, night. I just, I just can't. I just can't. So, calendar, I'll let you beat me tonight at 5 to 1. I'm going 1, 3, and 2 here in race 6. Yeah, I'm going to go the 3 and then the 1 Red Hot Cartel. Uh, I think the 1, 2, and 3 are all uh, kind of the ones that can finish in here, but. I'm just going to choose the one over the two because, you know, like you said, he fired last time on this night. It just could be that time of season for him again. And then I'm going to go to the sixth, Cavuto, who I think is the quickest horse yes. in the field, draws the outside. The 400-yard distance I, I don't think is this horse's favorite distance, but I think just being quick enough there can get ahead of Anna's image and bolt for gold, who usually breaks slow as well, try and hold off the late kicks of the one and three. And, you know, I, maybe if there's a little trouble down there along the inside, it, it could happen and spring will upset. But I really think this is accommodating's race to lose. And, you know, Kabuto did finish third, two starts back behind Chocolatito. Those horses have been, that have been facing Chocolatito have been coming back to run pretty well. Mm -hmm. uh, there's gate speed, but the distance for sure is a question mark. So we'll find out what he can do. I'll go one, three, two. Three, one, six. Race number seven. And we are going 350 yards. This is uh, the California Breeders' Debutante Stakes there. The Debutante. Favorite is going to be Striver. And it is because of that gate speed. Finished second. Going 110 yards last time out. Behind right quick. But now back at 350 yards. Are you with or are you against Striver? I'm against Striver. 
because this is a horse I, I don't think wants the distance, even though uh, she's won at 350 yards before. The, the times just hasn't been that impressive. So I'm going to go to the seven. I'm going to go to the EG High horse on the outside. Uh, this horse broke its maiden in the maiden stakes trials, but since then hasn't really put it all together. But two back, I thought, ran a really good second to accommodating. He was the lock of the night in the previous race here. Uh, ran uh, a decent fourth uh, to He's Just a Secret, Galloping Goddess, Just Motions. They're all right horses, but the time was 1774. Yes. I think that puts him right. Uh, I, I think that puts her right in the mix here uh, against a horse like Striver, who last time out went 1782 and just held on for the win. So hopefully we can just pop from the outside and hold on. Striver there is definitely going to be the favorite. You'd like the seven on the outside for second. I picked Striver because of that gates be there 350 yards. We kind of say we kind of already said that this that's probably the the farthest she wants. She wants to go. Yeah. Uh, she can start to kind of slow down in the last final yard. So 350 yards looks to be her tops. Uh, for second, I'll go to the five, Ms. Montelita. This one was well meant in debut. Been a second by a neck. I believe those were the trials. Yeah, those were the trials to the maiden sticks. Mm -hmm. Came back uh, to win that trial. Was 7-1 in the final. Lugged in. No factor. And then you see a couple of seconds. You see a third. Now in the barn on Landolfo Diaz. You get Jesus Ayala and Lofo Diaz for the first time. I'm paying attention. So I'll go 2-5. And then for a long shot, I'll pick the one sassy favorite here, Valentin Zamudio. Uh, Oscar Andrade Jr. jumps up for the first time. That was a game win, three starts back. Uh, showed a little bit of game miss, holding on at 330 yards. Has been facing much tougher in the last two starts. Uh, did get beat by Shriver two starts back. But drawing the rail immediately to the inside of Shriver gives this one a shot to maybe... I'll break the two, and if that happens, it's going to be very, very interesting to see who gets the job done. So, debutant, I'll go two, five, one. I'm going to go seven, and then to the two, Striver, uh, who we talked about. I think we just have to respect uh, the gate speed, and that this horse has beaten some good horses like Favorite Wise Lady and Stella Gambler, who uh, qualified for the Governor's Cup Derby uh, later on tonight. Uh, I thought she was a lock last time out. I thought 110 yards would be mm -hmm. uh, her distance, but just got beat by right quick. Uh, but, you know, just couldn't get the job done. But still, uh, looks to be the class of the field here. And then I'm going to go to the five, Miss Montalita, like you said. Uh, has been facing tougher horses like Pretty Fancy Dude, uh, Galloping Goddess, Chocolatito. I'm just going to go with the barn change here. Going from uh, Fig to Landolfo Diaz. Gets Ayala aboard. I, I think that's something you really got to pay attention to. So this horse definitely has every right to move forward. All right, race number eight. This is the payoff payoff leg of the early pick four, middle pick four. Excuse me. We're going 350 yards. This is the Breeders' Sprint Stakes. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be an easy middle pick four, right? Where's your lock? Was your lock? Mine was in four? the sixth. All right. So you know, players they want to support the, that both locks. So who do you got here in the eighth? They got two singles. The single is gonna be the eight, Madame of Fire, MB. Gate speed gets back to 350, cuts back in distance, comes out of that race for tough to figure, new put coaster, and time to leave. Round one, two, three, two starts back. That was a huge effort uh, against La Russa. The thing with her. She's very. She could be very, very quick out of the gate. She can grab a good lead, mm -hmm. and I think that is going to be how she's going to win the race. She's going to pop the gate, and she's going to hold off to win by a long neck here. Give me Madama Fire seven to two, the lock of the night. I like your lock for third. Oh. I, I do. Th I do think uh, she's awfully tough because okay. you know sometimes uh, these horses that are popping like that. Uh, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna choose them on top there. I'm gonna throw them in third. But I think this is, I've always thought of her as one of the hardest trying Flores horses mm -hmm. that I've seen. So I'm going to put her for third. I'm going to go with a little bomb here. I'm going to go remember the Rose, the Ooh. seven here. Said it's going to be that family tonight. Yep. Uh, going to go to the seven for Mike Castleman. Carlos Huerta takes over. Uh, have been running really well, but four starts back, went 1540. We, we kind of thought that this horse was going to be going good. Came back against the Revenant and just... Couldn't get the job done. Got got bumped at the start and was erratic. But I thought this horse would make a big step forward. But I think it's just the gate antics for this yes. horse. It's just fractious all fractious, the time. Fractious, fractious. If this horse can just settle down in the gate and just get a clean start, I think this filly's got a lot of talent. We just haven't seen her best yet. 
give him some time off. Been off since October of 2018. Brings her back, uh, and I just hopefully uh, switches to where to here. He can take this horse a another step forward. Usually when they made a little jock change, everything's gone well the first time. So hopefully where to who's been improving some horses for Paul Jones. Hops aboard here. We can drop a bomb here with 10 to 1. So you're, this could be a consensus winning pick. This could oh, be the definitely. home run. This oh. could be the home run. Because I like the one chance to fire for second. Okay. Definitely the class of the field. Yes. And I think I was surprised at this horse going 300 yards actually won because I, I thought this horse was all 400 yeah, it's yards me too, yeah. but it shortened him up and actually won a race last time out just got pinballed at the start gets another 50 yards here and draws the inside I think that'll be beneficial so I really think I can nail a 7 to 1 exact to here wow so you're going to go 7 1 8 7 1 8 I'll go 8 1 and 5 the 5 my favorite cartel this one uh, bumped in the start last time out didn't really fire an effort Two starts back in that trial event. He ran into He Looks Hot, Beach, Decent Boy, Kitty's Easy Moves. I mean, those top three, I mean, top of the line here. Yes. Uh, hold their horses on the ground. So this is a little bit of class relief for the four, for the five, excuse me, for Matt Phil. So if the five can show up, this is going to be one of those efforts where he can he can take a little bit of class relief, see if that one can break good, and see if he can show a little bit better run like he did back in February when winning by a length and a three quarters, stopping the clock in 15-10. That was uh, one of the most impressive 300-yard times we had seen in I mean, a long it, time. this horse was flying. Flew yes. out of the gate and just was walking on water yeah. over that wet fast track there. So I'll go 815, lock of the night there, Madame of Fire MB. All right, 718 for me. By the way, I'm looking at the Nightlines. Mm -hmm. Champions Night All-Time Leaders. You don't have the Nightlines in front of you. No. So we'll play a little trivia, all right? Okay. A little trivia here. Champions Night All-Time Leaders. I'll give you a... I'll give you a guess to see if you can guess uh, one of the one of the top three riders. Who's well? Who do you think is the leading rider all time for champ uh, for Champions Night? All time? Mm -hmm. How about? See, there's a lot of little stakes. Yes. I'll say Rodrigo. Wow! Ding, ding, ding! Good job. I nailed it. <laughs> you nailed it. All right. So good, good guess, good okay, guess. Okay, okay, okay. That's okay. because I'm on a roll. And that's because. Once upon a time, Adam Farias, he had a lot of those lower-level claiming horses exactly. that would enter these stakes. I mean, they would they would really place their horses in great spots to win these purses on Champions Night. I mean, you want to talk about some tough, like five thousand, ten thousand yeah. dollar claiming yeah. races? We've seen in in the one tonight. There's there's three horses dropping down that probably people are going to claim. Man, they they loaded those races up and they, they're going for those bigger purses for sure. So Rodrigo's the all-time leader with twenty nine. Okay, twenty nine. Oh, jeez. Who do you think is second on the list? How about Sanchez? Ramon Sanchez. There you go. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. I swear <laughs> I have not looked at this. He has, he's not looking, ladies and gentlemen. He's not looking. <laughs> All right. Let's see if he can round out the top three. I'll give you a guess. I'll give you a clue. Okay. This rider is no longer riding on Los Alamitos. How about... Gotta be quick here. I will say, I will say, Joe Badia. No. Oh. Okay. Alex Batista. Oh yeah, yeah. He would have been one. So it goes: Rodrigo twenty-nine, Ramon twenty, Alex Batista thirteen, tied with Carlos Huerta for thirteen. So the only rider that can jump the leaderboard right now is Carlos Huerta. He's the okay. only active one right now as far as thirteen. But actually, one more down. Eduardo has twelve. Nicasio. Then you see Eddie Garcia at 11, Chris Mendes at 11, Cesar, Gerard Carter, Joe Badia with 8, and Carlos Batista actually tied for 11 as well. So we can see Carlos Huerta and Eduardo Nicasio jumping up and kind of getting a few more winners. God, that's so funny that, uh, so Badia wasn't even, he's, he's not even sniffing it? No, 2, 4, 6, 8, he's 11th on the list. 11th. God, because, I mean, you just think... You figure maybe him and Eddie would be up there. I yes. mean, Eddie's got 11, but yes. talking about Eddie's got, what, over 150 uh, stakes wins, uh, I believe? Something ridiculous. Yeah, that, that's, uh, that's pretty good. That uh, Pretty good company when those guys are, are trying to get up the charts. And uh, on the trainer's uh, standings, I'll, I'll go by real quick. Paul Jones, 32, runaway. Yeah. Adam Farias still at second with 18. Okay. John Cooper, 14. Scott Willoughby, 13. Juan Alleman, Jose Flores, and Dan Francisco with nine there tied underneath. All-time horses, 
How about this? A Ransom with three winners. B.A. Bono with three wins. Okay. Quirky with three wins. We got a three-way tie for the top. Well, was it? Did B.A. Bono win the Spencer Childers uh, yeah. three times? Is uh, that uh, what he uh, did? Probably. Because <laughs> he didn't get good until he was older. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And, and then, uh, yeah, his owner there, he just uh, won the race for Spencer every, every year. Quirky, I want to say, is one of the ones that kind of won different age divisions. Kind of think of her being good early. Yeah. She'd still be good late. I would, I would guess Quirky won different age groups yeah i could see her uh yeah she she probably won a couple of those matron races yep. yeah yeah a political time with two check my thoughts and a lot of horses there with two get who's guess who's uh tied with two there oh hot hitting and hard hitting oh old hard hitting yes that, that's why this is always fun for me this is I, that's why i i hate not having a horse <laughs> governor's cup fraternity was usually uh, my time to shine on trials. That was the one night of the year I was always looking forward to. We usually did well. It's 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 definitely a fun, fun night. All right, race number nine, the start of the final pick four. Uh, we're going with a field of 10, 350 yards. This is the freshman stakes, two-year-olds with a purse of $25,000. Good competitive field. Very good field. Yes. I'll be interested to see if we actually agree. Do you... I don't think we we I don't think we agree because I didn't I didn't go kind of right right you know with some obvious runner I think I went with a little 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 dirtied up form horse but who'd you pick here I went to the four Chaito Cartel I gotta go to Chaito yeah. Cartel See? Uh, hasn't done anything wrong yet. exactly uh, you know won the kindergarten nicely uh, over mental air there you know beat Chikatita's favorite on the square in the debut I, I guess the only question that we have is can the horse go 350 yards from everything i've seen the horse can went you know it's gone 1543 1544 i think that puts him at least in the in the 1760 range uh just kind of the time difference that we'll calculate and i just think it's chaito cartel's race to lose i mean it's just one of the fraternity and is in uh, for a $25,000 stake. Yes, it is tough. Yes. But I, I think uh, this horse is ready to go. See, my only que- my only concern about it is that, is he ready? And in my mind, I'm thinking this could be just a prep towards the PC Curry Trials. Most definitely, it is a prep. For sure. I just, I don't think they would run him in such a small race unless he was ready. Right. That that's my feeling. Yeah, I could also see the the other side yeah. of the coin as well. Where like, let's get him a, a good competitive workout. Yeah, you know, alongside a field of ten. Let's see if he can fire and get him pressing up and ready for those trials. Yeah, I always feel when they put him in there, once they get in the gate, the competitive juices start taking over. And I think if he has to get in there and duel, uh, they're going to ask him for everything. So I, I think this horse will be ready ready to go on Saturday. I'm going to try to beat him with this seven. I'm going to picture you to Cartel for sec for second. Tell Cartel, I mean, this horse, he upset my night beating up and at him on mm-hmm. debut, 28 to 1. Came back and validated beating Nomadic, a future lock of the night. And then ran a uh, ran a, a troubled fourth there when the, lo- the rider lost the iron against Run For Your Life with Vigor, forgot the rose. Uh, that was a pretty loaded f- trial to end the night mm-hmm. uh, back on July 13th. I'm just looking. To, we, I just think we haven't seen the best of this one just yet. So I'll try to beat the four with the seven. For third, you can't deny it. Then up and coming, up and coming the two. I mean, he's been he's just undefeated. I mean, you can't you can't knock him. Three three starts, three wins. Uh, Bread to be good. They paid 67000 for this one. Uh, this one. Looks good there for Chris O'Dell and Adonai Casio, but we'll see. It's it's a very competitive race. You start building the case for maybe the debut winner, favorite illusion there for Valentin Zamudio. Uh, it, it's it's very competitive. If, if you kind of think that the the four could be vulnerable, how about Diamond Rock on the outside? Yep. Uh, it, it's yep. a very interesting race here in the freshman stakes. I'll go seven four two. Yeah, I had Diamond Rock as my lock last time. Yes. I'm not even picking him tonight. <laughs> I'm going four, okay. and I'm going to go to the two up and coming. Because I had heard how high Eduardo Nicasio was on this horse. Yes. He was saying 350 yards and up that this horse can't be beat. Yep. So he hasn't been beaten yet, but the times haven't. He hasn't even qualified uh, to a fraternity yet. That's my only knock on him. You know, Maybe he's too high on him, and he hasn't really shown it yet. And then I'm going to go to the seven, tell Cartel. A horse you had on top uh, has beaten some pretty good horses, and last time, like you said, broken and got bumped. And the rider, I think he lost his right iron, yep. and uh, so still to run fourth 
uh, goes 17.97, still break 18 seconds there behind Run Your Life and uh, Forgot the Rose with Vigor. Uh, I think shows that this horse still had plenty of run, and like you said, we haven't seen the best of him yet. All right, race number 10, the grade one, Spencer L. Childers California Breeders' Championship. There's a field of eight, good back class in some of these runners. Very good, uh, deserving of a grade one when you got the, uh, the likes of He Looks Hot, Tarzanito, Eyes a Favorite, the one special, a chick's favorite. Good competitive field of eight. Are you with or against He Looks Hot? I'm going against, or sorry, going with them okay. because he's on the outside of Tarzanito. If he's yeah. gone on the inside of him, I, I probably uh, win against him. But I think that this doesn't give uh, Tarzanito a chance to really uh, get down on him and kind of put him behind there. So I think he's well drawn just to the outside. Vinny rides his horse well. Last time out, uh, just didn't really fire late against Katie Easy Moves, BH Lisa's Boy, and Just a Cartel, but still went 1963. Uh, the time before that went 1956. Uh, had won two in a row, so it's won three out of its last five. Uh, I think this horse is just rolling right now. You know, loves the 400-yard distance. I would really like if he's down along the inside yeah. like he likes to be, but I think the five horse is a good spot, so I'm going to go to he looks hot. Yeah, I think the, the class will prevail. Uh, he you know, he has been a much better gate horse now than older uh, Gelling. Mm -hmm. He's kind of breaking butt better. Last time out, missed second by, a, uh, excuse me, missed, missed third by half a length. But those top three are legit runners. Katie's easy moves, BHD's boy, and just a cartel. So I think if the five can just get the jump of the four, you know, the race should be pretty much over. If the four kind of is, is able to kind of keep his path, he can finish. And I think that's, that's, that's going to give him a good challenge there. So five, four, and then the six, Isaac Favor, who uh, completely uh, lost all chance after kind of rearing up as soon as the gates opened last time out. Carlos Huerta, I think, was, was feeling pretty good about the finals. Uh, I seen him after the race, and he said, uh, you know, I did hit my head pretty hard in the, in the top bar of the gate. Oh, yeah. But uh, he, was, he was okay. And he's been having a tremendous one, two months. Carlos Huerta has. Yep. Uh, when he's in a good role, he, he can really get rolling there. So I, as a favorite, could provide a 6-1 to one upset. I'll go 5, 4, and 6. Yes, uh, like to see Caesar gave Huerta the old shout-out yep. on Twitter, mm -hmm. saying, you know, you put him on, and, and he'll move horses forward. So he got the uh, shout-out from the ex-jock, Caesar de Alba, chiming in there on Twitter. I like the 5 on top. I like Tarzanito for second, like you said. Uh, Eddie's... You know, really high on this horse. He, he just kind of never wants to win the big one. Uh, that's my only knock against him. That's why I couldn't put him on yeah. top. Then I'm going to go to the 7, the 1-2 special, who at times we think is uh, going to step up and become one of the best horses on the ground, but just hasn't come to fruition yet. But I like where he's drawn there in the 7-hole uh, next to Chick's favorite. And I think Eyes of Favorite is a horse who likes to close. So I think uh, the one-two special is really going to try and just break out of there. And if he's going to do anything, he's just going to have to carry his gate speed all the way to the wire. Uh, the one-two special has been very good to my wallet back in 2016 and 2017. He was he was very good to my wallet. He he got on a very good hot streak there. Yep. Where he was he was really uh, looking like a like a horse to watch. Took a little bit of a break, but has run pretty competitive uh, throughout. If you look at some of the horses he's been facing there, so the one-two special eight to one for Montia Rosa. Has worn the flipping halter in the last two times. We'll wear it again here tonight. Recap, I'll go 5-4-6. 5-4-7. All right, there's two races left. You know what time it is. Hey, late, late, late daily double. Late, late <laughs> daily double. Post time for race 11, 10.54 oh p.m. Oh, my Curtis. gosh. I'm going to bring my Snuggie up here. <laughs> 400 yards, three olds, field of 10. Well, well, well. How lucky can you get? You draw the outside post, powerful favorite. I mean... You can't build a case against him. You really can't. I mean, he, once he got the outside, you just look at the competition. This is his easiest uh, derby that he has yet uh, this year, the field that he's drawn here. Yeah, I don't really want to put a knock on the rest of these horses, but really, I mean, he's already beaten Apolitical Pence and some other horses. Uh, you know, Apolitical Pence went to Remington? Yes. And, and, and won uh, the derby there. He So he that flatters his form even more. I just think... Uh, it's powerful favorites race to lose. Uh, like I've said before, I've heard uh, Odell and Nicasio, they really think they're gunning for the champion of champions here. So if they think they can beat that field, uh, they should have no problem with the 11th here tonight. Great three, $195,000 purse here in the Governor's Cup Derby. Powerful favorite looks like the big, big 
favorite there, four to five, will be much shorter at post time. The one that I think can get the jump on him, if there's any kind of jump, could be the six, Coleman, 47, who stopped the clock in 1981 there on trials night. Uh, Carlos Huerta and Paul Jones, they've been on a good roll, and this one for sure proved himself at the distance there last time out. The big closer, the big long shot, could be the three, hot little kitty, who packs a big, strong late kick and can really finish, but doesn't always break all that well. She's she's kind of got into herself into too much trouble sometimes out of the gate. That's her main knock, but she can finish, and she should be rolling late. But powerful favorite looks too classy, too strong, especially with that outside draw. So 10-6-3 for me here in race 11. I like your three horse. I went to Hot Little Kitty for second here. Right. Uh, just the problem is this horse breaks slow. But last time out, broke slow, and I thought it was just rolling late. The time wasn't that impressive. Went 1998. You know, couldn't get by Stell Gambler. Uh, but did beat Wicked Affair there, who's in the nine hole. This horse just has to get out of the gate. We know it's going to relish the 400-yard distance. She just needs a, a clean start there. But I'm not too scared of the horses drawn between, just being me. Uh, isn't that strong of a breaker? No telling. Uh, tends to break a little quicker, mm -hmm. but still not that strong of a breaker. So hopefully that can help get this horse a clean start. And then I'm going to go to the nine, Wicked Affair. All I think right. uh, that's the question mark for me. Yes. Talked about this filly all last year. Uh, was just a rocket ship early, but as of late, just has forgotten how to break. I, the last, what, four comments I've, I've put on, off bit slow, off bit slow, off slow, off slow. So we know that she can break fast at times. Yes. And we know that she can finish, so she just has to put it all together. And I like that she's drawn next to the best horse and powerful favorite. It's going to be a, a, you know, if the 10 doesn't bring his A game, we could be looking at a wide open race because yep. you could build a case for the nine, the six, uh, the one, the three, and maybe the long shot gate speed of the eight, Galloping Goddess, who finished second to powerful favorite last time out. So, recap the Great Three Governors Cup Derby. I'll go 10 6 3. 10 3 9. All right. The featured event, race number 12. Do we save the best for the last? We've got the two year olds going in the Great Two Governors Cup Futurity. $365,000 is the purse. A field of 10 set to post. Good competitive field. Curtis, who'd you pick? I'm hoping the, the headline on Nightlines is going to be the big Odell sweep of the Faturity and Derby because he's going to get powerful favorite, and I'm hoping he gets the 8. Run well, for your are life you, are here. Are you really jumping on now? I, I, I have to take notice. This horse has done a complete 180 yes, since taking the yes, blinkers off. Yes. I mean, I watched it in the works. It, they were slow works, and I did like it. But then just the first two races, they just the horse broke slow. Yeah, I, I just could I had to I had to jump off, uh, and because there was uh, like three other remember me rose babies, I thought, yeah. okay, maybe this is just the dead of the group. Yeah. they take the blinkers off. We've talked about it before. We miss it at eleven to one. You know, just the big bomb, and then comes back again, uh, and just broken, bumped, and powered away. There went seventeen sixty eight, just a notch behind Pitbull. I like where this horse is drawn between the seven come forth and the nine Bono is good, which I know that horse can beat and just get away with a clean start. And I don't see this horse uh, being able to be out finished. So as long as there's uh, that blinker change keeps rolling along, uh, Odell and Nicasio look dangerous here. I'm flipping the page back towards uh, the consensus picks. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you. What's going on? What has Professor done? Professor G, right? Yeah. You've got run for your life. Uh-huh. He's got your. He's got run for your life. Uh huh. You've got Pitbull for second. Yeah. He's got Pitbull for second. Oh no. You've got up for speed for third. Yeah. Oh, he has Cat Kelco for third. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. So he he didn't copy the try. I figured this was like a late night block. <laughs> maybe he was trying to do. Maybe he's trying to get all the way to the last race with like a forty cent lead and try and hold on. Well, I'll tell you this. This no matter what. This this could be a block no matter what because I think it's tough to get a straight try in this spot. It just it yeah. It looks like. Yes, you can see, you know, Run For Your Life kind of being now a complete 180 horse and running away with it. But then you start still looking. Is Pitbull going to take to take to run very good again, going through 50 yards? We'll have to wait and see. Up for speed. You know, that one really took to, to the outing second time out. I think it's a little bit a little bit of question marks here once you start looking outside maybe that main contender. But I wasn't there for that maiden diploma at 11-1 Run For Your Life. 
this horse can beat me. I wasn't a, I wasn't on last time out. Yeah. I ra- I like actually forgot the rose broke absolutely terrible. I ran a huge <laughs> third. That was a better look third. I was all in and forgot the rose. That other remember me rose baby yep. for AG, who had uh, run very well. So you don't want to come late no, to the party. No, Is that what no. you're saying? Run for your life. You can beat me. Take me out of here. <laughs> I'm taking the ten Cattail Cove on the outside for Juan Alaman. Favorite cartel, Katie Catella there. Good second, educational second on the view. Looked like a horse that, you know, passing the wire had more run, right? Yeah. And usually we like to see the extra distance. Well, this horse really took to the extra distance and broke much better. Mm-hmm. That was the key for him. He broke on top, never gave up the lead, and won in 1770. I thought it was a very good, respectable time. I like the outside draw. Eight to one. I'm going to take a shot and try to beat this one. I like this horse in the, in the fraternity trial. This is the one where I hit the uh, the exacta. Yeah. On Professor, I hit the Cattail Cove. Tell me your feelings. I, I think I paid like thirty three dollars. It was over. So you're you're going Cattail Cove on top? Yes, that's it. That's eight to one pick there on the oh outside. Oh my! Uh, I can't knock it. the horse. Uh, is definitely improving, and Alamon uh, has all the confidence in the world in this horse. The post is great. I'm gonna go to the three pit bull. Okay. Hasn't done anything wrong yet. Nope. Then I'm gonna go to the two up for speed. Okay. I thought this horse was galloping out. Should I say the best of all? I don't know. I don't know. It, it but just he was looked, strong. Yeah, he was finishing so good to me. I really took notice that night. He ran second by a nose in the debut to Lebowski, who's a five. I think this is a horse that's gonna get overlooked a lot uh, from people here because this is Zamudio's other entrant, yes. and Lozano opts to ride the three pit bull. So I think if you're a Lebowski fan. You could probably get a little better than uh, nine to two on uh, on fraternity night, but I think that's a horse to be. But I like eight three two. Wow, very competitive race. I'll go ten eight two in this spot. Uh, up for speed there. Like you mentioned, it was just visually the way he was moving late uh, was uh, was good. I know the clock. If you just compare the clockings between the two and the three, seventeen eighty seventeen seventeen sixty seven. You know, you're you're obviously going to lean towards the three, but I like the the eye test was good for yeah. up for speed. So I'm gonna take a shot that the two can can improve here, but uh, ten eight two for me here in the Grade Two Futurity. Yeah, it looks really tough. Like I said, uh, Lebowski, uh, I think it can be tough. And a horse, I don't know if we should totally put away yet. Is is Cartel just rocking? Uh, just has had some bad start the last two, but we know it can finish. Yep. But uh, just being next to some quicker horses, I think, can get into trouble. But I think that's definitely a horse that you could put in for the Supers. It's going to be a very, very competitive Champions Night. Uh, we've got a couple of standouts there. Powerful favorite. Well, good. Uh, maybe one or two others. But overall, if you're a trifecta, superfecta player, this is going to be the night where you can cash some, some good tickets. Yeah, I think in the consensus, uh, you know, I haven't seen all of our selections yet. I'm assuming... A lot of them are going to be similar from what I see. There's not a lot of uh, races early on where there's, you know, huge duels, I think, going on. But I think that's going to be my goal is to try and hit some exactas on, on Professor on uh, on Champions Night. Let me see if there's any horse that sweeps the consensus. Okay. Over under, would you say? I'll set the line. Okay. Two and a half horses, over under, that sweep the consensus. I'll say, hmm, because you got George in there. He likes to throw in some long shots. He likes to be, uh, he likes to be the outcast. I will say over. Over. Who would be your guesses? I'll say powerful favorite. That's one. Hmm. <sighs> God, I don't know. I mean, you still got. I'll give you some clues in there. You still got thermonuclear. You got accommodating. You got well good. You got Chayito Cartel. Say, I'll say Chayito Cartel. Uh, no, no. Well, that's right. You already picked against him. What am I saying? <laughs> God, I should listen to my own podcast. Uh, I could not thermo, right? Uh, yeah, I was gonna say not thermo because uh, people are gonna try and beat her because she can break hand? slow at times. Monster hand. No. <laughs> <laughs> People aren't gonna all not gonna get all on Monster Hand dropping out of allowance to ten probably right. Almost swept it. Only okay. one person didn't pick. I don't uh, accommodating maybe no no. That's a, I or, don't know who's the other you one. You should have taken the under. There's only two horses. Oh man, 
Two horses. All right, you get one more guess. Try to guess who was the second horse. God, let me look. Let me look. Uh, <laughs> hmm. I will say... If you think about it, it's a pretty easy choice. It's a short field. It's a unique distance. Oh, well good. Yeah, well good. Well good. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. I mean, that's even in my mind. I didn't even think about well good, and I picked it on top. Yeah, so those are. I don't think I've ever picked Wellgood on top in my entire life. <laughs> this is going to be whole the whole time night. it's ever run. <laughs> That's just the way it feels. Like yeah. he has to win this yeah. race. He, he, I mean, he looks like he has to win that race. But yeah, only powerful favorite and and um, well, good. So up to consensus. That's I can it. definitely see me being probably the chalkier of the night. You think so? All right, guys. That's the show for this week. Twelve races, California Breeders Champions Night. Three pick fours. Good luck, and we'll talk to you guys next week.